0: The Who's Number One Podcast coming to you from the headquarters of the Illuminati. I'm your host, Hollywood Mike, coming to you from the brink of death. Joining me as always, co host Corey Stockton, Reed Connell in the back, taking orders from a six thousand year old dog, Connor Josh and Connor, what's going on online? You got the Discord and everything fired up?
1: We got the Discord fired up. Uh, leave your comments in the YouTube chat, Discord, everywhere, all of the above, and we'll make sure that Hollywood Mike gets all the messages from the fans. Son of Sam I'm not getting any of
0: those. Yeah, no, you, you got the Son of Sam reference? <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been watching that. Do- <laughs> you guys, any of you guys been watching that documentary? Yeah, the yeah. That Sons of Sam? No,
2: No, it's uh, it's a new one on on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Uh,
0: it's basically, it's like, it's a a Satanist cult conspiracy. You know, check it out. It's interesting. It's probably bullshit. Just like the (laughs) one about the guy who killed the lady in in Wisconsin. That goddamn (laughs) making a murderer, and then it turns out it's just all bullshit. The guy killed her. Uh, But, uh,. (laughs) This yeah. Sons
2: of Sam is interesting. I'm about Son of Sam. That's yeah. a crazy story. I,
0: I was thinking watching it, I was like, it's funny how people used to be scared of like devil worshippers and
2: shit. I'm like, like these the, are the least
0: people, these are the last people you gotta be worried about. People hanging the nerds hanging out like with candles in the ultimate, fucking woods.
2: The ultimate thing people were afraid of is, yeah, de- is yeah, devil worshippers. You need to be
0: worried about people like me. People with no fucking time to be hanging out in the woods with candles. <laughs> just always on the brink of snapping. That's all you need to worry about. It's some nerds with robes in the woods, they're fine. Let them do their shit. Yeah. I mean, these guys were sort of fucked up though. I'm not vouching for them. But all right, we got a lot to shout talk
2: out, about. Shout out little Nas X. Yeah. The, Big fan.
0: Not, not. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Uh, Connor, what's going on online?
1: Man, we got O. Steve in the chat. We got Luis Quinones. The trigger. lieutenant. We got Kitman. Kitman's in here. So shout out to everyone that. What keeps the hell ever us.
0: happened to GSGS GS?
1: I haven't seen GS today, but we'll see. I'll, Somebody I'll, uh, find
0: that guy. Yeah. Where are we talking about? YouTube comments or Discord right now?
1: YouTube comments. If anyone in the YouTube comments can find GS, get him to us now. <laughs> All right, Connor. Anything new with you? ah man. I'm. Oh, I I got a little cauliflower ear fixed. There you go. That's that's new. You I'm, did uh, have some
2: brutal cauliflower ear. Yeah, dude, that sucked. But, you know, got
1: the stitches out. I got a brand new ear. We're all good. That's what happens when you're Texas State champ, bro. Yeah, man. You know, sometimes you got to replace the whole thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm.
0: that's what you do for championship lifestyles. All right. So, should we just jump right into everybody's results last week with the picks? <laughs> I think so. I didn't do too well. I got a, I got a sub 500 record. <laughs> Tyler, if you want to throw that thing up on the... Let's just tear the mandate off. Let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> let's look at it. So, I'm... What am I? Four and five. Who who picked four the best? Four and five is correct. The fans. The fans.
1: Fans picked the best at seven and one.
0: Connor, you take wow. credit for that
1: one. Yeah, that was us. How
0: many of those were your tiebreakers? Because you were the tiebreaker for the fans.
1: Uh, I don't
0: know off the top of my head, actually. What did the fans pick? Who were the? Everybody picked Aaron Harp wrong,
2: right? Yep. And Rafael. Oh, yeah, all four yeah.
0: people picked Rafael. All right, well, we owe an apology to Aaron Harp. Yeah. looked fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. straight out,
2: out the gate. Gotta apologize to Aaron because that was that was one of the best matches of the night. Damn, all right,
0: let's, let's start uh, at the bottom and work our way up, huh? I
2: mean, yeah. this was an awesome fucking card. Ja- uh, Daniel- fun night, man. Yeah. Super fun night, dude. I that- literally
0: almost died. It was such a fun night. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, Daniel Kelly versus Jessica Crane, I, I kicked this off because I knew it was going to be fire. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I... I I didn't see Daniel making that quick of work uh, of her. I mean, quickest some uh, woman submission. Who's number one history? Well, it was like three minutes or something. Yeah, it was three minutes on the
3: dot. And I, th- I think for, for me, I had a, a kind of broken perspective on how good Danielle Kelly was because the first time we saw her on Who's Number One, it was against. Jessica, on, right so yeah. th- that's a huge step up yeah, the fact that she, she took her 15 minutes but she
0: seemed a lot more relaxed this time absolutely. you see people when they come into their second one of these events they're not used to all the media and shit i think the first time around High some so as well even yeah, her, yeah. in her press conference she's yeah both of them they yeah. seem they seem more relaxed just throughout the entire week their second time they around. knew what
2: to expect this time around and they, a much better performance yeah absolutely. yeah yeah 100 percent. totally agree yeah i mean I, I think danielle's been out there she's been on the scene danielle for for a, sure. a long time for a while and uh, i believe jesse's Pretty pretty new to like the, the competition, see the the elite level. You know, she mentioned in her post-fight interview that this was her first time, kind of going up against that elite uh, black belt girls in that one fifteen pound division. So yeah, I think it was just, just uh, Danielle. You know, didn't have the best performance last time, a little skewed. But uh, but make no mistake, man, Danielle can can win this, win that whole division, win, win be the champ at one fifteen. I think she's 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 good.
3: Yeah, it's it's really good to see that even the um, the, the athletes who. who don't fare well maybe against the top three are in there right like watching exactly. watching danielle come out that hard and and put uh jesse crane who I, I was really high on coming into this uh put her away in three minutes is, is really inspiring and it just goes back to show exactly how competent and how exciting that division is
2: mm-hmm. yeah no disrespect to uh to Lauren Sears there but I think this is just a, a just a different you know Danielle Kelly's just a, a whole Dan- different Danielle caliber was
0: fired up too she was in the discord like two minutes after the win too <laughs> uh Connor what's going on over there what are they saying
2: man
1: Actually, they're saying this may have been the best. Who's number one yet? I don't Hell think yeah. anyone agrees with them. Everyone's super impressed by Danielle Kelly. I also got a bunch of people coming for that Texas State champion wrestling belt in the comments. Luis Quinones is trying to set it up. So, so <laughs> you yeah, didn't yeah. bring it this week, dude? No, I think we're going to let that one uh, simmer for a little bit so the next promo really pops. You know what I mean? Got a should, should
0: I tell should I tell a, should, I, should, I, should I tell a funny story, some raw shit for the fans? <laughs> please do, please. Listen to this goddamn story Hell from yeah. yesterday. All right. I'm sitting there yesterday, I start thinking, oh, shit, I got COVID, right? So I go and I get, like, my 20th fucking COVID exam. And I'm sitting there at the urgent care with my sunglasses on at the urgent care. And I realize, I say... Oh, fuck, you ate a gummy this afternoon. I forgot I fucking ate a gummy in the <laughs> afternoon and I put, went to the urgent care like an idiot thinking I had COVID. Classic. And I got the, the negative result back. I was the only person who ever got a negative result, and the first thing I thought was, oh, you're such a pussy. Like, I was just so disappointed in myself. Just tricked myself into thinking I had COVID yesterday. But- <laughs> That'll happen. I can see
2: how that happened. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I, was, I literally forgot. I was just popped in the afternoon and then fuck, sitting there in the urgent care three hours later I'm like, oh, shit, I did that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, all right. So That's pretty good. <coughs>
2: not quite as good as taking a Greyhound 18 hey, hours. Yeah, 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 but easy, <laughs> easy. We don't need to bring that back up. You're
0: never going to live that one down. Uh, at least you got two wallets now. Uh, moving along, we had Philip Rowe versus, uh, Cody Steele. Hell yeah. This was, this was, uh, a great match, back and forth. Great entrance by Philip Rowe. I mean, this one really makes me want to put a rash guard rule in just because they, they both in their shirtless got too slippery. I mean, it was still action from start to finish, but I think I think it, it gets a little bit too slippery out there when they don't have rash guards on.
2: Especially for 15 Great minutes. Great match, though. Great yeah. match. Yeah, 15 minutes is a long time. So, yeah. but uh, dude, yeah, man, this is such a fun match. A huge fan of Philly Fresh coming out of this one. I saw they just booked a uh, UFC fight. So good luck to him in, in his UFC career, man. He uh, he made it a lot of fun this this whole week for us um you know brought a different energy to to some of the promos to like the weigh-ins and stuff like that this dude kind of got it he knew what it was about he was there to sell himself he even called out gordon ryan in in my post-fight interview who did philip did yeah yeah Jeez. i asked him who he wanted next and he was like gordon ryan craig jones he was like give all to me give them all so i'm like all about philly fresh huge fan of that guy uh oh, fun, fun like
0: becoming friends with just like, random accounts and shit at our office. We just, we just became boys with everybody. He was just hanging out talking with everybody.
1: Really cool guy. He also gave... I think he gave uh, Jess a hat as he was walking past. He just... She was rocking his, like, bucket hat throughout the office. He was- gave
0: me a... Uh- What's what what his company called? Bump Box. He gave the me bump a Bump Box. box. I still I, I'll wear that on the show next week, Phil. Sorry. Shout out uh, Bump Box. He
1: great. walked in the
3: warmer room wearing it, like like blasting his music, just jamming out. He really brought an energy. Yes,
0: like, 100%. A really yeah, Cody Steele always puts on a great show. That's uh, why we love having him on. I mean, we knew it was going to be a great matchup stylistically. They went at each other for 15 minutes. but Then the next one, second quickest submission in who's number one history. Wow. Hi, Rita. I mean... The the, the quickest submission is Nicky Ryan, and the funniest match ever was win against Tony Ramos.
2: <laughs> and you think that's a li- let's, that one's going to stay It's going to stay. That was a real match. It, okay. was, it
0: doesn't matter if Tony Ramos never practiced jiu in his life. we got to put an asterisk on <laughs> that. Right? Like, that's
3: got to be up in the rule book, like, like that gonna, first home run. Nicky right? Ryan's
0: going to have that record forever, cause unless we bring in another D1 wrestler. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, don't read what was it, like 36 seconds or something? Yeah, 36. And it felt like a lot happened in here,
2: 36 here, here seconds. Here it goes. Right here. You can watch, We're the, gonna watch, watch the whole match. Yeah. match. Here we go. He Shout went out for Bill the, Watts.
1: He went for this judo throw, right, and just got back taken immediately, and it was over quick. The foot
2: sweep, and then judo throw.
1: You know, man, I I love how aggressively
3: Mihawk came yeah, out. Yeah, hell yeah. Just like you know you're down 30 pounds in this match, maybe more. You know you're you're on a short preparation. Why not Look at that. all Ooh, gas man. no brakes, right? I was
2: dude, yeah, ever since I saw I was like, "Oh man, why not? I not think of that more often. Just jump over the garden Kimura. Yeah. That sounds like a way better idea."
0: I mean, you could tell he just like we said with Danielle, he was more in the zone this time around. He was more Mm -hmm. comfortable just around the event in general his second time doing it. And we got to give me a match where he's got a real camp because he's come in two times on late notice. This time was like the week of. But then uh, last time in Coast of the, the Costa Mesa event, he came in like less than 24 hours before the event. So this, we got to get him a match, like a prelim match with a real camp. Yeah, coach. I
2: thought, you know, it was great working with me. A very professional dude. He was down to talk after the uh, the, the event too. You know, it was a very devastating uh, loss for him, obviously. Uh, very not not happy. I think he's got some skills. So hopefully we can get him a match to, to kind of show off some of his skills. He he went after it. He, he pushed the pace, you know, make no mistake. It was Heissam looked really great, but uh, Mihal went after it. And that definitely... Um, played a part into it too
0: coming up next the, i mean this is crazy i think this was the first match of the evening mika gava versus taz let's see who everybody picked here i took i took taza reed took taza Yep. the other two took mike mika gava i mean th- this was a great match i mean T- Taz looked impressive yeah to me I, here. I didn't, was I didn't red, think he's gonna be able to wrestle with him like that it's like he couldn't finish the single legs it seemed just because mika's so a- athletic and just like uh he, but uh, it's like I mean, make no mistake. I Mika mean, clearly won. He he got the dominant positions, yeah. but I was impressed by Taz's wrestling as well. And uh, yeah, this this match was a little bit more, a little bit slower than I thought it was going to be. But I mean, as we ended up seeing later on, it appears that they their strategy was to come in and to wrestle uh, in both of their matches, the DDS guys. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taz, Taz's wrestling looked great. He was getting on a single legs, but when you don't got wrestling shoes, it's uh, an athletic guy like Mika. It's easy for him to kick out of those things sometimes, right?
3: To, to, to Mika's credit, too, it, one of the things for him coming into the Andrew Tackett match that people were saying is he's not really gonna be able to last 15 minutes because we've seen him so often win matches in 60 seconds, three he's minutes, five minutes, right? But we've seen not just in the Tackett match but now the Taza match too that Mika can go, you know, for, for 15 minutes nonstop and that's either on the ground or in a, in a stand-up exchange and just the wrestling nonstop and giving us exciting wrestling to work with and not ever really stalling or, or settling down into just hand fighting and head fighting.
2: Yeah, I think what really was on display for me there was just, like, Mika's ability to kind of counter-fight. I feel like Taz, I I totally agree with you, Mike. I think Taz looked great. He, um... You know, in terms of like aggression, I think it was all all Taza. He was the guy who was who was shooting. He was trying to push the pace. But anytime Taza made any little mistake, Mika uh, Mika was able to to capitalize and put him on his back or pass his guard or or whatever it was. It just uh, Mika is just such a good counterfighter. Anytime you make any little mistake, that dude can capitalize and uh, and get to mount get into a, a dominant position. He's, he's
0: a great competitor. It's amazing. To, uh... The mind that some of these young guys have, yeah. like him and a Colabate, and a Ruto, they are like 16, 17, 18. 17 years old, I think, me, mm-hmm, Uh They're all mm-hmm. 16, 17, 18. they got great minds for co- competition Ritolas, already. They're yeah. re- really composed, really professional. Uh, Connor, what's the chat saying? Are they over there gloating about going 8-1 and on their picks last week? Not yet, one. but
1: I think they should be. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gloat for them. Shout out to the chat. You guys never steer me wrong. The wisdom of the mob is... Uh, is undefeated so far i will say oh steve had a good question and maybe you guys can point something out you know with your expertise that i haven't seen is mika bad anywhere is there like a single part of his game like where do you find the holes in it if you're about to go up against the guy
0: i mean he's sort of been working his way up right like we haven't seen anybody do that to him yet but he's going to get to the big i mean who who, who, would he beat at third coast he beat pedro Mourinho, john combs and
3: pedro hush i think pedro hush
0: he's still working his way up i mean he hasn't got to those Craig Jones, Tyro Tolo type of guys yet, yeah. but I mean, he will soon. Sooner or later, he's gonna he's gonna be against something. That's where we're gonna really see it because so far, I mean, yeah, he's looked looked pretty damn good. I think you just
2: can't make it, can't make any mistakes. Okay. And, mistakes. and, and so one simple. thing to to
3: Reed's point, out, I've I've said this before, but. Mika's style really reminds me of like the Anderson Silva of jiu-jitsu, right? Just constantly sitting there, doing enough to kind of keep you at bay, but just waiting for you to make the critical mistake. And I think he'll see a lot less of that when he goes up against guys who are damn near perfect. Mm-hmm. But until until he gets that, he's just going to pick people apart on the, on the outside, waiting for them to make a mistake, and then punishing them.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see somebody go up against Mika. Um, that's maybe just like a little bit bigger than him too, because man, he's a he's a physical guy. He likes to push people around. Yeah,
1: and he's so good with his counter wrestling. I and mean, We even yeah. saw that. What was that at Nogi Pans Maybe that we saw him when he competed IBJJF. I, yeah. I don't remember the the exact tournament, but right. he was just taking people's back off of his, uh, like, takedown attempts. He's dangerous, man.
0: Yeah, Taz was getting in on him a lot. And I was like, man, at first I was like, man, Taja's getting through his hands easy, mm-hmm. getting to the leg. But then I was like, is, is this kid just that confident in his in his counter wrestling, his defensive wrestling, that he's just, like, doesn't really give a shit? Like, he's he's comfortable hopping around? I mean, there's you know, growing up wrestling, there's guys like that. They're comfortable hopping around on one leg. Like, maybe <laughs> he's just one of these guys.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Has offense for when you get in on his legs. You know, we've seen that before.
0: All righty, so let's keep moving on along down the card. Who was up next here? Andrew Wiltsey, Gabriel Maida.
2: <sighs> wow, great match.
0: Wow, yeah, I mean, Andrew really impressed me. This is what I've been telling this guy for years. Like Andrew, nobody can wrestle with you, bro. Like I've seen this guy with legit, real good wrestlers. That sw- that swing single that he hits, that, that, that thing's a legit weapon. Now, he can take down anyone with that thing, especially if he gets in on these jujitsu guys. They're gonna sit with it. He almost lost because of me because in the beginning, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he shot close. and he gave up a guillotine. And he was sitting there on his back, you know, spinning his leg over and interlacing fingers and all that shit for ten minutes. he finally stood up. And then Iowa-style just fucking broke him, dude. Just mm-hmm. took him into deep waters, man. I was like, this was—the first 10 minutes, not the best. The last, last five minutes when Andrew stands back up and he just starts pouring the gas on, I was like, damn, dude. And then he finishes with—it's I mean, basically his trademark at this point, but it was just like, what? Swing single, he sits off it, basically uh, knee slide immediately. Isolated the arm, gets to the back, one-arm choke, Beautiful.
3: You know, when this match went to the mat, right, after the after that guillotine attempt, and it kind of slowed down, uh, I was kind of getting nervous that, is this going to be another, like, Andrew Wilty versus P.J. Bartz match where just, like, too technical for anything real to happen? And the real MVP was that that, that stalling warning, right? Yeah. Because this, the moment that, that stalling warning got issued, yeah, yeah, yeah. both guys just went apeshit. They were just yeah. trying to kill each other from then on.
2: Yeah, totally true. Gabriel uh, gave him a little warning, and then bo- both guys. I think you got to give, um, give a – I was talking about Gabriel the referee, but you also have to give a, a shout, I think, to, to Gabriel Almeida. Two back-to-back matches, you know, obviously lost both of them, um, but he did push the pace there kind of on the second half. He was uh,
0: winning for the probably the first two judges' favor, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think he was winning there. And, uh, yeah, once once Andrew kind of got that uh, second wind a little bit, put him down, passed the guard, mounted, switched to the back, and, uh, I mean – you know, Nicky Ryan had had Gabriel's back for you know like three times. Yeah, take, take a, it a, back. a good amount of time in that match, and he wasn't able to finish. So the fact that Andrew was able to, to finish the choke, you know, super quick, it just goes to show you that the finishing skills of Andrew Wiltz.
1: And the biggest win of the night. Andrew Wiltsey gets to keep the box. He didn't pull guard. <laughs> Michael Sears doesn't come through with a bulldozer. Or Riddle has a home. God damn, I was so scared he was going to lose that match
2: because
0: I told him he couldn't pull guard <laughs> when he almost got guillotine in the game. <laughs> I was feel so terrible. I'd probably pay, pay him extra if that happened. You um, would have
2: been forced to bulldoze the box. And then and like, got I got no choice. I gotta, I'm sorry. i got to
0: stick to my word. i got to go to tear his house apart afterwards. <laughs> so, actually, no, he, I wouldn't have had to because no. he would have he not pulled guard. He would have lost, but he would have not pulled guard. So he would have been right. able to keep had his to, house you would have
1: to build an extension onto it for him like a pool or something
0: if you guys want to know about this box we're talking about go watch the new uh daisy fresh came out what today That's today came out today new ta- new daisy fresh it's all about andrew and his brother bird pretty interesting shit. uh not your average Jujutsu story
2: yeah definitely stick around for the animation in there it's dope stuff
0: up next uh these Cade rotolo this guy's just ridiculous how does he keep getting this move on people i mean, oh, was goodness. him and cole Fran, he was he, he was sort of overwhelming cole with his passing i seen and then he gave up the bottom and it's i mean
2: he, cole just walked right into his trap right yeah yeah for sure yeah i think cole was doing a great job i think of just kind of weathering the storm uh just kind of you know retaining guard a little bit um and then he goes through this guillotine which is just a straight setup for the buggy choke you know you, you get the guillotine guys jump over to the other side it means uh, the buggy chokes right right there. It sounds like this is this is a setup that Cade hits all the He says he hits this literally every day in the gym. <laughs> I some, should, well, so, well, some, when we
0: were there, he was hitting it like every round. Yeah,
2: he says he says like, literally hit it multiple times on the same guy in one round. Like it's just one of those chokes. See, he's setting up this guillotine. It's just one of those chokes people don't see coming, don't respect it. I certainly wouldn't res- respect it. I've never tried it. I've
0: honestly never tried it in practice it's hard. or anything in my life. I've never even tried to even learn how to do it. i got to try and figure this thing out. I'll probably... I'm tearing my ACL or some shit because I'm not <laughs> exactly even man. Old, it's
2: it's tough. You gotta like you get really gotta dive your elbow into that uh, crook of your knee and like I have long arms and it's still super hard for me to get there. I I can't do the buggy choke. Yeah, I'm too this big. Is,
3: this is not a technique for me. this yeah. was <laughs> an easy submission
0: of the night. It's just it's a ridiculous choke. He hit PJ Barge, and now Cole Franson with this. So at the very minimum, he's got those two, those two top ten ranked people. Uh, Connor, what are they saying
1: in the chat right now? Peter Calandra. He said what I've been thinking the whole time. It's a little bit disrespectful. Hitting someone with a buggy (laughs) choke is almost like in wrestling. If you hit someone with a banana split, like it's just a headlock or a headlock. Yeah, it's just one of those like, you come off the mat and you're just like, you know, but uh, they also brought up a really good point. We've been talking about how to keep people from stalling. And uh you know, maybe we should just give the ref a fat tire bonus for every stalling <laughs> call he has. Just give him a little bit extra, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it did uh, seem to serve its purpose with more stalling calls this time. Because like mm-hmm. you said, like Wiltsy and it sort of woke him up, right? right. Yeah, it was yeah, like, sure. all right, you guys got to get they, going.
2: I think they probably would have just kept down that path had they yeah. not got, got the stalling call. And I,
3: I think a lot of the guys that we invite to are, are so, uh, so against the idea of stalling that you hit uh, who's number one competitor with a stalling call. It's kind of like an insult, right? Mm-hmm, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, wait, I'm stalling? I got to wake this up. Um, one thing I want to say about Cade Rutolo, I've been thinking about this a lot this weekend, is that now he's got to. I I I know that for me that Darts was a clear uh, submission of the year contender, right? That 100%. match against Ethan, match of the year contender. This buggy choke submission of the year contender. There, there, there's a world that I see. I mean, we're six months away from from the full grappling awards, right? But there's a world that I see where Cade Rutolo and Ty Solo can. Walk away with almost every award they qualify for, right? <laughs> Breakout athlete of the year, I can see Cater's Ty winning that. Mm-hmm. Athlete of the year, I can see Cater's High winning that. Match of the year, submission of the year, they're they're racking them up. Cade's <laughs> on a roll,
0: man. Cade, Kate, I mean, after his uh, what the Ethan match and then this one, yeah, he's got some serious momentum going into September. Uh, yeah, people don't want to smoke with him either.
2: No, no. Yeah, oh. not too too many options out there for for Cade after well, that. People man. still he's got just...
0: that brown belt excuse. People people could say, I don't. Yeah, he's <laughs> you know. Cade is a bigger name, and you'll get used to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, definitely. Uh, all right.
1: Comf- before, before you move on, o. Steve said he tried that buggy choke in practice this week and almost armbarred himself. So <laughs> 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 be careful, Osteve. Almost armbarred himself? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something that would happen if I did it. Uh, Rafael Aguedes versus Aaron Harp. This match... Like we said all everybody picked it wrong on the show and the fans everybody picked rafael this might be is this the only match that was unanimous everybody was in agreement Cody Steele was the other one uh so everybody thought that rafael is going uh walk away with this one or at least win it seems i mean she was, she was remarkably bigger like 15 pounds bigger Aaron harp uh while well, she's been doing jujitsu a long time hasn't been very active competing like rafael is and uh, I mean this was a close match but I mean yeah I wasn't surprised Aaron walked away I mean Aaron was really aggressive getting after submissions and stuff.
2: Yeah, I think this is just a huge win for Aaron, to be honest. You know, I mean, Raffaella, one of the kind of just, um, you know, surging, just kind of like hottest. Uh, female grapplers of the moment right now she's just kind of a uh, surgeon winning a lot of tournaments she had great performances on who's number one um, so for Aaron to kind of come out being the underdog you know not many people really expected much from her not really people expected her to go out and do what she did I think it's just a huge huge win for Aaron and uh, just like limitless opportunities now she can go out there and, and really challenge basically any female in uh, in jiu-jitsu which is just a, a huge accomplishment for, for Aaron who's normally kind of an MMA fighter Uh, obviously a grappler as well but
3: I want to point out though this match I know it was a unanimous decision I think this match was super close right it it came down to maybe a submission attempt or two uh, but it was really sweeps versus passes right because Aaron was able to to sweep Rafael a couple times Rafael secured a couple passes it really came down to who was trying to finish and that's really all we're talking about it's not about kind of you know, bullshit submission attacks. So it's always about the legitimate submission attacks and both those leg locks look legitimate. It was really what I, th- I think swayed the judges because it was a close match. It really could have gone yeah. to a coin toss. Yeah, no. You're
2: right.
0: It was yeah. unanimous, but I could have seen it gone unanimous the other way. Right. I When I going towards the decision, I was like, I, I'm just glad I don't have to do it.
2: Yeah, both girls did look great. You know, Rafaela hit some guard passes, hit that sick little uh, foot sweep there in the yeah. beginning. Uh, so both girls did look look great. I think Rafaela
0: both... got to North South, so I control a bunch of shit, right, but she yeah. just didn't go for any subs. In exactly. Like. She
2: just kind of she was kind of holding a position a little bit too much, I think, and, and should have kind of um, throw, thrown something at Aaron.
0: Do you think Aaron uh, surprised her a little bit? Because she's not on the IBJJF circuit and stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think. I,
0: th- I think she probably shook her up a little bit just by like not really knowing much about her. And then, like, damn, this girl's pretty... D- pretty good like early off
2: and a lot of what everybody was saying like Cody and everybody was saying like these MMA fighter people girls guys man they're just tough you know like they're they're hard to, to to sweep they're hard to to submit they're hard to to take down you know they just have that kind of grit that MMA brings where it's just like you got to break these MMA fighters if you want to if you want to beat them
3: and it's funny Reed mentioned that foot sweep but I, I after seeing that foot sweep it happened really early in the match right in yep. the first couple of minutes i saw that and i thought oh this is going to be a short match Luckily, Aaron kind of woke up from that and, and really brought it, and really stayed in the fight because th- that foot sweep, you know, was kind of demoralizing as a fan to see, like, oh, th- this might not go, uh, might not go all the way.
0: Her, her clothes guard was looking yeah. good too, really offensive in her clothes guard. Uh,
2: it was a fun match, though. Yeah, <laughs> both girls attacked, so nothing to be ashamed of from either girls. That they looked great.
0: Moving on along, Mikey Musumeci versus Junior Ocasio. Uh It's hard to believe this is Mikey's third, who's never won already. I know. This I know. The was... first time he didn't get a sub. Uh, but he definitely was after and made Junior roll out of bounds like three times, I think, defending stuff. But it's like, yeah, we've already gone from Mikey being somebody who's like you would never even imagine him doing no-gi again to he's done three of his number one matches and he's got a road to ADCC, man.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. It is crazy.
0: What do you think about this
2: one, Corey?
3: Yeah, yeah um, I expected to see maybe Mikey play with some leg locks and enter a shootout with Junie because he likes to test himself, right? He, he's always talking about wanting to to put himself up against the best and try and play the best, uh, try and play, play Junie in his game, right? He wants to meet Junie in a leg lock game. He wants to meet a top player in, in a guard game. Um, but I didn't expect to see him do this for 15 minutes and really go after, go after Joanie's legs the whole time. Um, that, that ankle lock was, I think the most convincing, especially because we know how devastating that ankle lock is, right? He's got the, the world yeah, record yeah, ankle lock. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then to just continue oh, yeah, Judy, pursuing Judy came
0: it. up limping off that, that straight yeah, ankle, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: And, and I mean, it, it looks like that ankle lock, I'm sure, is just devastating. I'm sure it feels like it shreds your foot. Um, but watching him just go after it and go after it and go after it. And then in the post-match, he said he wanted to come up and play passing and just didn't want to really... Play a takedown game with juni yeah but then we got to see his passing at the end right that last that last minute where he just kind of blitzed past juni's guard almost had the anaconda we really saw i think more more from mikey in, in this match obviously a 15-minute match but we saw more from what his capacity is um in, in this match than i think we've seen in the last year maybe
2: yeah he said that that anaconda choke was very very tight as well who, <laughs> who knows a couple a couple more um seconds or, or whatever who might be might have been a submission but um yeah crazy match yeah um I think it comes down to that that Junie really never wanted to play guard against Mikey you know he just he never conceded that that guard position up until like the very very end and uh, they're content to kind of go back and forth luckily you know Junie to his credit, is very well versed in those in those positions. You know, I think he proved it that that he's he's been in those those positions. He knew what to do. He knew how to defend. Even though you know he did kind of uh, you know ha- have to limp off the mat a couple times. Uh, any, anytime I think you can go 15 minutes in a leg lock shootout like that and, and come away not without your you know without tapping is is pretty wild. Uh, and it sounds like you know Mikey's going to make some some adjustments so that type of thing doesn't <laughs> happen again. You know, I know he, in his post match thing he said he's uh, he rated his performance three out of ten. Which is, you know, exactly what we want, of course.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> man, it's, it's crazy how how far his leg lock game has come. Is he's, he's getting really efficient with it already? What do you think he does next month? He's got Geo. He's giving up a little size, but this is the thing: you take a penalty if you pull there. Every who's number one match, you set him. Do you think he wrestles with Gio?
3: No, no, I,
0: <laughs> no. I think uh, he takes the. I think uh, he takes a penalty. I think.
3: We, I mean, we've seen. We saw Paulo Miao do this against uh, against who? What? Tira Tolo. You pulled guard like three times, right? That doesn't matter if you're if you're negative, if you can score at will. Yeah. I don't know that Junior will uh, that uh, Mikey will be able to score at will on Geo, but I think he has a better chance of scoring from his than from his feet.
2: Yeah. I uh, love already. You know, seeing just a little bit. Uh, Geo talking about the match. You know, uh, it sounds like it's going to be an intense match, man. I, I think Geo's coming for it. He knows that how big an opportunity is to to beat Mikey. He's already kind of talking a little bit of a little bit of smack, which I uh, you know is great to see. You know, the, uh, there needs to be a little bit of a little bit of heat there. So uh, I'm excited about this they're next both, one.
0: They're both on the Discord. They both well, okay. go on
2: there and chat sometimes.
0: Uh, all right, now we're already to the main event. Craig Jones and Tyro Atolo. I think first off, Craig won. He goes, what, to 4 and 0 on who's number one? But I think Tyro Otolo also, I mean, shut up a lot of people because going into this match, everybody thought he was still a little kid and he's going to get crushed. And then he went the whole 15 minutes. And, I mean, it was competitive the whole time. I mean, he gave up the guard pass. He didn't get smashed. I mean, this is he lasted longer in this match than Craig Jones' last three opponents on who's number one did combined, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, twice as long. But yeah, yep. Jesus. yeah. I mean, it really. I feel okay. I don't feel robbed by this match, right? Wrestling, Craig. Craig played a great strategy. Love to see him wrestle for the first time since I think CC 2017, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do feel like I still feel a little unfulfilled. I wanted to see what Tolo's passing game looked like against Craig Jones. Great strategy by Craig to never let us see that, right? But but I still I'd, I'd love to see love to see this happen again. Maybe maybe down the line. Hopefully sooner than later
0: maybe September who knows uh, if they do meet again I mean you got to think Ty knows now Craig doesn't want to be on bottom against him, right? right? So Ty's gonna be really working his wrestling and be it, it, but, I mean, it's tough wrestling somebody is 20 pounds heavier than you do but, but it's like he's gonna have to put that weight on if he wants to do 88 at ADCC anyways, right?
3: And I think Ty's best route here is to, to really work on his guard I, I mean, I don't know if you heard heard Cade uh, from the corner kind of uh being a little bit less than friendly to, to Ty about his uh, his capacity to sweep Craig from his guard. But C- Cade was kind of heckling him from the side. <laughs> I think he said something like, yeah, you're really going to sweep Craig Jones or something like that. Um, but I-, I think both the- both those kids, they-, they evolve so quickly that that's what we're going to see from him next is him working on his guard game.
2: Yeah, just a dope match here, man. You know, Craig really flipped the script, you know, surprise I think all of us, yeah. not, o- not only Ty, but really everybody.
0: Everyone on earth thought Craig was sitting –
2: yeah everybody thought he was going to be hunting legs that's his best chance to win um you know i think and he took the narrative that was being sold by 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 everybody out there and um and just flipped it which is you know a really you know hats off to craig it was a, a a genius strategy for sure you know and and ty even said afterwards he didn't didn't go how he expected it to uh he didn't really train a lot of his guard uh, leading up to it because he just expected that he was going to be on top um but definitely man i think ty looked fantastic out there um He's a guy who who goes out and pushes the pace he had he had uh craig on, on his heels there you know craig got called for stalling at there at the end uh, you know a couple times we, we saw craig kind of looking up at the clock just to kind of check w- what the time was how much time was left um who knows man maybe five more minutes uh, it's it's a different story it's a different result definitely i think you know um 20, f- 15 minutes in uh ty is just getting started and uh, and you know maybe Craig is starting to to, to wane a little bit there. So I think this was just an all around great match from both guys. This is elite jujitsu. Um, you know sometimes a submission doesn't always come, but just to see the strategy of these two guys, tra- you know playing this kind of cat and mouse game. You know these guys are one and two, the, the you, know, 185, 200 pound, you know one eighty five, two hundred pound. You know some of the best grapplers in the world, and to see them, you know solve these problems in real time. Craig didn't, I mean uh, Ty didn't expect. to to get those things kind of thrown at him and to see him trying to sweep trying to go for some takedowns him going for leg entanglements as well Uh, this is an awesome match a great way to kind of cap off the night and uh, hats off to both guys because it was a fun match.
0: Sneak attack by Craig Jones, huh?
2: <laughs> Absolutely, a little wrestling man. strategy. Nobody Absolutely. saw that coming. Brilliant. Some Pearl Harbor shit. Or and something I mean a like. big,
0: big statement by Ty that he can hang with anybody in the world. Because I mean Craig is without a doubt, I mean a top five pound for pound guy in the world. Yeah. And, and Ty went out there giving up weight and, and lasted the entire fifteen minutes and kept kept trying to attack. I mean it was the uh, I mean. They, they, they both came out of this looking good, in my opinion.
2: 100%. Craig
0: comes out, he, you know, good wrestling, good passing stuff. We haven't got to see from him in a while. And then Ty goes out there, he just survives with Craig Jones and, you know, puts up a good fight. And giving up. I mean, he's 18 years old, he weighed less than 180 pounds, I think. Mm-hmm. you think he weighed in lighter for this one than the William Tackett match. So this kid, I mean, imagine a year from now, two years from now, exactly. where people like him, Nicky Ryan, the uh, Mika Galvao, uh, Colabate. These guys are going to be crazy good, man. Exactly. I, I
3: really like to see this kind of sneak attack, not just from Craig Jones, but from the whole DDS squad, right? We got to see it from Taza too. We've been hearing you guys; you guys have been out to Puerto Rico to see it. But how much they're working on their wrestling? So to see it finally pan out, um, and, and to see what that wrestling looks like, and what the what the Donner wrestling game looks like, um, it, it's some some cool insight into maybe Road to ADCC or even ADCC next year.
2: Yeah, I think you know Ty was out there to prove that he's not. You know, he's not this. uh uh, you know, little kid anymore, man. He he he's a real real uh, contender for, for this kind of absolute divisions and and for these these big titles and things like that. And Craig wanted to go out there and prove that hey, a lot of you guys think that. The only thing I can do is, is play footsies and, and break people's knees. No, no, no. I can do way, way more than that. I can wrestle. I can play top, you know. So I think both these guys showed new folds in their game, showed that they're, that they're here for the long haul. And, uh, and, yeah, I mean, like you said, future is, is bright for both these guys. Want to see a rematch, obviously, you know, somewhere down the line here. I think these two guys are going to cross paths, of, of, of course. So I cannot wait to, to see that one again. In the words of O. Steve, Craig won. But Ty didn't really
1: lose i mean especially when you think about he's the only guy that's went the distance with craig so far right yeah like we, yeah we were just saying and we pay were, attention back there we were i'm i'm deep in the discord <laughs> chat uh yeah and what also are you talking about on there also oh steve is uh blaming the media right now mm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i think uh that's the grand uh, illuminati conspiracy again
0: illuminati loves uh, uh they're, they're card-carrying illuminati members
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on online Well, they're talking about, uh, you know, some potential matches for the Ruitolo brothers. They want to see the Diaz brothers versus the Ruitolo (laughs) brothers, which Hollywood Mike, that's the match to make right there. Let's make it a tag team match. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Diaz coming off the top rope. TLC match. Perfect. Set it up. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Uh, Okay.
0: We got anything else to cover today?
1: I don't know, man. I think uh, I think your uh, trip to the doctors may have been the most uh, <laughs> fun thing we could talk about. There's a lot of other shit going on. Uh, <laughs>
0: Corey's headed out to Vegas. Uh, American Nationals. You see Corey out there. Everybody
2: on the Discord, we love you. Reed, you got anything to say? No, man. we got Road to ADCC coming up here soon. July 17th. July 17th. It's going to be a crazy one. God damn, it's going to be here before you know it. Yeah,
0: for real. So if you didn't see the announcements... Good, good. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Kainan versus uh, Mateus Denise is the main event. Great match. Go main event is Craig versus
2: Hulk. <sighs> Atos sweet. versus DDS, man. That one's, that one's got yeah, me hyped. That's just every uh, match for
0: Craig. And then what's next is Geo Mikey? Geo Mikey, Geo yeah. Geo Mikey, yeah.
2: And then Anna Carolina
0: versus Clay. Elizabeth Clay. Yeah, Dante, Dante Nikki. Nicky. Dante Nicky and Roberto versus Andrew Wilts an insane card. 80 rules. Uh, it's going to be sort of set up like a who's number one, but with ADCC uh, judging and ADCC rules. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. I can't wait for this thing. Let's yep. talk
3: about those rules real quick. So it's ADCC finals rules, right? So you can't pull guard in the first five. I believe so. Yep. Is that right? But it's, I think it's only a ten, uh, twenty-minute match. So there's no there's no double overtime. Ten ten, right?
2: Yeah, man. I'm just man. We, we were so high on ADCC back in 2019. I'm excited to kind of get this ball rolling again. Uh, looking forward to ADCC 2022. It all starts with the road to ADCC July 17th. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be hype as hell.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get into that a little bit more next week. Uh, yeah. All right. We already spent enough time talking about jujitsu for today. Connor, tell everybody we said goodbye. Thanks for everything. They are still watching over there?
1: They're still watching.
0: All right. God bless you all. <laughs>
1: All clear. <laughs>